Okay, welcome to the Sales Therapist Podcast. My name is Corey Clark. I'm a psychotherapist that works and loves working with sales professionals. The purpose of this podcast is ultimately to help and empower as many sales professionals as we can reach the best versions of themselves, whether that be mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically, financially, and, and ultimately just be able to achieve their visions of what they want to create, the life they want to create for themselves, and then also achieve what, what God has envisioned for them. So today, today, we got the guest of, I, I'm stoked for our guest today. He's one of my really good friends. We got Jackson Jr., senior partner at The Grip, but also just a recent um, shift change to, to a new role at The Grip, which is really cool. And tell us, tell us a little bit about that. What's the new change? Yeah, so I've been operating um, as a regional manager for the last few years and running yep. teams, yep. training, traveling, recruiting, um, but really focused on recruiting more than anything. And as we're scaling a lot, um, yep. there's just a lot of roles and hats that need to be fit. And I think guys have handled it really, really well and like adjusting and, and continuing to run the regions, but also adding um, – just more responsibility within yeah. their workflow. And so one of the things we had talked about was finding a way to grow and scale more of our out-of-state programs as well as uh, just generating more leads in the recruiting side, which is something I'm really passionate and yeah. excited about. And so, uh, yeah, so shifted, still still a senior partner, still working with, you know, obviously all of our teams, um, but taking a bigger role in the recruiting side in cool. lead generation and uh, some of the out-of-state programs yeah. as the chief growth officer. Very cool, man. And and honestly, like, I, I this is the part of the podcast I like to do because yeah. when I get to bring on guests I respect, like, you know, it's it's going to be the the typical vibe for you would be to also not share all the cool things that you've sure. accomplished. But I get to I get to chime and be like, hey, little do you know, Jackson's an absolute freaking doc. Yeah, <laughs> and so uh, the role makes sense in my mind and like the amount of people that you've recruited and helped and and build and scale teams. Like, I mean, the cool part is it's in the hundreds. And so that's where I'm like, you, there's not a lot to get to that point when it comes to actually in the industry building that big of a team. And so, you know, it's in the, it's in the hundreds. And so um, it's pretty cool, man. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. I've, I've been fortunate to work with uh, amazing leaders. So, you know, been led, I think in the right yeah. direction in a lot of ways and, um, also I, I work with just amazing guys that are really, really talented. Yeah. And so, yeah, I don't think it's a me thing as much as it's totally, I, I've worked with just, you know, an incredible yeah. company and incredible guys that I think get it and are hungry and yeah. are really talented. And I, uh, you know, just happen to be in the right spot, right time and working and work hard, yeah. hard. Yep. I love it, dude. And, and that being said, right, like from my end, I'm like, okay, Jackson would be a great guest for this podcast. Why? Well, because, well, you've worked with hundreds and hundreds of reps and yeah. there's no way that the mental and emotional game doesn't get brought into that. And and we've had a lot of conversations even before this. We're good buddies. Yeah. Um what what do you feel like what do you feel like currently that you're seeing in the industry that like reps obviously the main goal is always we want to perform at a high level. Yeah. Um what are you seeing where it's like this is this has been a challenge for reps mentally emotionally. This is something I'm seeing in the industry where yeah, this is the common kind of dilemmas mentally. Yeah, I think two things come to mind right away. Um, one is, you know, the grass being greener elsewhere. Oh. So we saw a huge shift, you know, in pest control, a lot of people moving to solar. And then there's been a lot of changes within the solar industry. And that's shifted yeah. guys, some guys back to pest control. But also you saw a lot of people just leave the industry altogether because mentally they just got tired of it. Yeah. Of just feeling like they were constantly chasing. Yeah. And I think naturally as salespeople, like, we're very incentivized financially and, um, you know, by like perks, you know, cars, totally. things like that. And so there's constantly this recruiting game of how can we put a carrot dangled in front of the rep and get them to follow it. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't just happen within companies, it also happens within the industry. And so there's a huge trend mentally where people are looking for what is the next big incentive, That's what is the big, yeah. next big chase. And when mentally you're there, you can't be here. So you can't work hard to the same capacity that you could if you just planted your feet and were committed to where you are. Yeah. So I think that's one thing I've seen is people mentally and emotionally drain themselves because mm -hmm. they're constantly looking, looking around versus just focusing where they're at, having vision and direction, being okay with the ups and downs, just like any yeah. you know entrepreneur or salesperson has to go through and attacking it full force. 
Yeah, which is which yeah. is interesting that you that is conversations I've had with clients, but not in the light of I could see like I've had commitment conversations with clients a lot. Yeah. Right. Like, dude, you can't have one foot in and one foot out. And yep. I feel like part of you is out and part of you is in. And sales just isn't a job, especially commission only. Like it's not a job where you can have one foot in, one foot out and get the results you want. Not at all. What's interesting though is I don't hear a lot from clients saying the grass is greener type of mentality is what's keeping them one foot out. But it would make sense that they would have that conversation with you yeah. as as somebody that is managing them and 100%. talking deals and all that stuff. I don't talk that with them. And so that's I'm glad you shared that because I'm like, that puts a whole nother insight yeah. to a constraint that I don't think I've ever actually brought into awareness with clients as frequently as maybe is out there. If yeah. you're saying you're noticing a lot, especially this time of year, I'm sure. But even during oh, yeah. the summer, I'm sure. I, I think it's, uh, you know, maybe maybe more of just an industry thing I notice, yeah. you know, as, as, as a whole with any rep is yeah. guys are not accustomed to planning their feet and just growing Dude. and just putting yeah. in the work. So I think that's one thing. Um, the second is just comparison. You know, yeah. it's everybody compares no doubt. Um, and that goes along with, you know, a little bit of the grass is greener, but people compare their results when the reality is, is like, we're all in very different journeys. Yeah. And I think that's something hard for a lot of reps to recognize is like their talents and their upbringing and uh, skill set and experience mm-hmm. and, and all those things that, you know, kind of come together to create, you know, success in this industry. They're just all very different. And so yeah. sometimes we have this expectation that, well, I'm just as talented as this guy. And if I do this, this, and this, I should get the same result. But the reality is, is you, you actually don't because you've yeah. lived a totally different life. You've had different experience up to this point. Yeah. You probably have different motives or different whys or maybe yeah. different uh, styles. There's a lot totally. of things that go into it. And so I think comparison just, it kills people. It just, yeah. it totally destroys people. And so um, to me, you know, it's, it's just totally arrogant to believe that, you know, you're on the same journey as someone else. Like yeah. you have to focus on your journey, what you can control, what your inputs are, um, you know, what your environment is, how you can use your experience and your yeah. past to guide you towards where you want to go versus focus on, well, this guy's doing this and I'm not. So how, you know, what's the yeah. gap? Right. And yeah. so I think there, there's a healthy, uh, relationship between competitiveness in the, in the industry and within companies. I think it's really unhealthy when it becomes a comparison thing. Yeah. Um, cause that's when guys, I think they start to question their self-worth mm-hmm. versus, you know, if taking if, that ownership and just action, hundred yeah. percent, if you're confident in who you are and confident totally. in, in, you know, what you're doing and, and building that, then it's, it's really easy to not compare because you're just focused on your journey. Yeah. And dude, and I love, and that's where I think self-awareness obviously has to be a part of that for you to be able to process, where am I really at? And am I, is this a, am I comparing myself to somebody like, man, that's creating like a unnecessary expectation. Yeah. Right. Do I need to have a little grace or does self-awareness put me in a place of like, dang, I, I'm not actually working as hard as I probably could. Totally. And I do. I, I have a client right now that uh, um, he's building out a, like a, a window washing business. So he's cool. just starting his yeah. own thing and doing it. Yeah. And he's had a lot of success. He's 21. So he's young, right? Younger. Um, and he's had a lot of success initially. Like he bought the equipment. He probably spent like $4,000 to invest to start it. And he'd be really motivated to get that 4K back, right? So he did it, boom. And he started making money and he's doing well. But his problem right now, his constraint is, I'm like, he's building a business Yeah. at 21. Yeah. And he's like, because he's, he's asking me, he's like, well, dude, you're like, you're building your business. You're doing it. You seem so motivated and disciplined. I'm like, bro, I'm not 21. I'm like, let's talk about this a little bit. Maybe, and all of his friends are in school. He's not doing the school thing. Yeah. All of his friends are in school. You know, what culture and society says is what 21 year old supposed to own a six window big, business. big window washing yeah. successful business. Not, not any really. Yeah. It's not expected. No. And so you, where he's kind of balancing is like, what do I want? You know, do I want to, do I want to be the 20 world, 21 year old that builds it? Cause it requires a lot of commitment and discipline. I said, dude, I'm married, got two kids, bro. I got a mortgage. I'm like, I, ain't, yeah, I can't totally afford. I'm like, I'm going to build this. I'm like, build this as big as I want to build it. Yeah. Right. It's a and different maturity. Like and you, maturity and all that handle stuff. Yeah. The, the pressure and the stress and totally everything that comes with building business. Yeah. So if he was to compare himself to me every day, I'm like, dude, that's killing you. Yeah. 
I'm like, let's reframe what you want out of this and where you want to create it. And let's really, really dive in and choose that. Yeah. And once you choose it, then you can commit. But right now you're, you're teeter-tottering, right? But I think that's kind of proved like this concept, right? Of like, where is it? Build a self-awareness of where this is for me. Uh, working hard and achieving and reaching my best potential is not, a, not, not an option. That's going to yeah. be the option. Yeah. It's just going to look different. Everyone's potential is different. Yeah. And in timeframes, right? Totally. So that's, that's cool that you're noticing. I think that's not, this isn't talked about actually probably enough. This. No, I, I think that a lot of people's focus is on, especially, you know, we're in Utah and I think Utah, yeah, yeah. there's a huge <laughs> focus on progression. Yeah. And there's also just a lot of successful young people. Yeah. You, go, you go out of Utah and 21 year old and 22 year olds aren't doing the same thing. No, they're here. not. It's just, it's, I mean, to some capacity, maybe yeah. in certain sub, you know, cities or things like that. But, um, I think that there's just a huge difference in the expectation because mm -hmm. of what you're surrounded by, which is a blessing and a curse. It's double-edged sword. Yeah. You're pushed way harder, but you also can be compared way greater. Yeah. And so you have to be okay with, we, we talk about a lot pressure being a privilege. You have to yeah. be, you have to be okay with the pressure that's put on you because it is a privilege because it it, it's allowing you to grow. Yeah. But at the same time, if you're not in check with who you are, and what you want and, and what you want and those things. Gonna, yeah. It's really hard to have self-confidence and a high self-esteem if yeah. you're constantly comparing. And yeah. so it requires people really getting clear on what do I want? Who am yeah. I? What am I doing that builds my self-confidence? Otherwise, the only way that that's built is by the recognition from others. Yeah. Dude, I'm learning that more and more as I have like clients that, because this time of year I'll have clients that I'll end up approaching and be like, hey, dude, I want to get in a golden door. And I'm like, great. Yeah. And I'm learning more and more to be like, let's process this choice. Sure. Let's actually think about this choice. And this has to, this has to be your choice. This can't be anybody else's choice. This has, this has to be yours. Yep. Right. And what you really want. Cause I'm like, and I have never gotten it. I have never received You know, I've never gotten a golden door, but I've worked with a lot of reps that have. And I'm like the commitment that it requires to do that. It's unmatched, dude. Yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. And it doesn't, it does, it will not, it, you will not get a golden door if you're doing it for some insecurity or some outside, outside person or influence or because you feel like you should yep. or you have to, it becomes a choice, dude. In my mind, do you agree with that? 100%. Yeah. yeah. It has to be, it has to be from a place of, you know, authenticity. Yeah. If, if you're doing it for anything that's outside of, you know, yourself or, if you're trying to prove something yeah. versus it being something you're trying to prove to yourself to totally, I think there's a lot that goes into that and everyone does it for different reasons. I think. Yep. Um, some people it's financial, some people it's recognition based, some people it's just to prove yeah. themselves. Um, so there's, there's tons of reasons why people do it. But I mean, I've worked with this year, we had over 35 gold yeah. at our company and, you know, multiple, multiple million dollar men, uh, you know, one that did 1.5, two oh. that did over 1.3 million. And, all of those guys, the thing that they all have in common is outside of like, you know, they push each other. Mm -hmm. It's all so individual. It is. It's all it so It has individual. to be at that point. There's too many reasons to give up. Yeah. There's way too many reasons to give up. Like I think about even my business. I'm like, it was, it was individual. I was like, I had to build this thing and I was committed to it. Yep. I'm like, there were so many reasons to give up. Yeah. And you no, know? and no one... The hard truth is nobody cares about your goals as much as you do. Yeah, it's facts. Yeah. So so if you don't care about your goal more than anyone else, then when the going gets tough, yeah. the reality is no one's going to push you to do it. Yeah, and You all, have to decide if you're going to do it. And all that to bring back to the point of comparison in the sense that if you're falling into a trap of comparison, use that as an opportunity to reflect. 100%. Right? Build some self-awareness. Understand what's really going on. What's really What really do you want? What... Are, are the way that you're comparing, does it actually make sense? Like, are you expecting something of yourself that doesn't make sense yet? And if it does make sense, you got to be honest with yourself and say, you're kind of being a lazy turd, right? Yeah. Well, there's a fine line, I think, between being self-aware, self-honest, or, you know, giving yourself grace and justifying. Yeah. yeah. There's, a, yeah. there's a huge, like, fine line there. Mm -hmm. I've there, seen a lot of reps a fine line. where, you know, they start to, you know, either go through therapy or read books and they're like, Oh yeah. Like I was actually committed to this goal. But then now I realize that 
I actually value these things and I'm, I'm going to not go for that goal anymore when yeah. really that's just their way of justifying it. Cause they're starting to feel the pressure. Yeah. And so that's where you shouldn't confuse like self-honesty and self-awareness with justification. Yeah. And that that's ultimately like a personal decision. Like o- only, you know, only if you're justifying you know. Yeah. or if you're being self-honest. Yeah. Dude, I love that you brought that up. Cause like for me as, as a therapist working with a lot of clients, like I intentionally bring up questions because I'm like, I got to challenge that thought yeah, just to understand. And then sometimes I, I probably miss out on opportunities to, to, because at the end of the day, that's like one thing that clients have to do. And that's why I preach self-aware so hard because I'm like, you gotta, you have to know because you're going to know more yeah. when you get to that point more than anybody else. And yep. you have a choice to kind of let yourself be seen, hold that in the dark. And people can pry and ask questions, try to pull as much out. But at the end of the day, like you're going to know. For me, I look at it as like, you know, winners go out and they win. And yeah. so if you're faced with a challenge or you're faced with a goal and you know, by giving up on that, it yeah. would feel like a loss, then you're just fine. If it, yeah. if, and that, and that's like the easiest way for me to look at it is like, I like that perspective. If, yeah. if I, you know, set, let's say I set the, the goal to hit a golden door mm-hmm. and I get halfway through the summer and I realize well, this is going to be actually way harder than I thought. Yeah. Then I can either decide, do I go all in and do I win? And do I, do I achieve it? Or if I didn't do it, let's say I did, you know, 450 K or 400 K, which, which there's reps like that. hundred percent, which, yeah. And that's totally, totally okay. okay. Totally. If okay. you can answer the question, is that still a win? Yeah. And yeah. that, that's it for me. That's as simple as this. If I can ask my reps, Hey, yeah. if you hit 400 K or 450 K, is that a win for you? Are you winning? And you gotta be honest with yourself. And if they can honestly in, say, yeah. yeah, that's a huge win. Like, cool. Then great. Then at that point, you probably need to reevaluate where you're coming from because if it's a, if it's a loss, then you're actually committed to the golden door and you know that it means something. If it's, oh, still a win, then you're probably not that committed to golden door to begin with. And so it's okay. The, the only thing I'd add to that statement would be what I see on my end sometimes is they actually do think it's a win, but part of them thinks it's a loss, but that's the shame. Yeah. That's the shame that's like you, and it's hard to, and that's a fine line too. You got to understand if that's like, yeah. is that, but if culture influences or whatever, and I, and that, and shame, everybody got to take, has to take ownership of their own shame. Yeah. Can't blame that on somebody else. Like, oh, you, you know, you shame me. What is like, no, dude, you have your own shame. You got to take ownership of that crap. But, but if I'm like, oh, dude, I'm actually really happy with 450K. Like I'm yeah. stoked myself, yeah. but I'm embarrassed. That, and that's the part of me that feels to chase. I'm like, that's an embarrassment got, or that's like address that shame. That's, that's not the loss. Yeah. The embarrassment, it, shame. Yeah. It generally comes from lack of self-esteem. Yeah. Because if, if like, you know, you true and you're confident in you. Yeah. It's coming from a place of insecurity. I'm not good enough or whatever. Maybe then ultimately yeah. I shouldn't feel shamed or embarrassed. If I yeah. do, then that's where, then, then, then maybe there is a, yeah, you, you have a choice to make. Yeah. Am I actually truly okay with where I'm at? And like, nervous about what other people might think of me or do I need to push because I want to push for me and that and and also it's a huge breakthrough of I need to work on myself yeah it is because if I feel this way and I'm feeling shameful or embarrassed ultimately I gotta work on me like I gotta I gotta stack up so many wins so I feel so good about me yeah that it doesn't matter yeah 100% and I think that's when like a lot of guys start to focus on, you know, like the physical, mental, they read books, they like really go all in on themselves. They hire mentors, coaches, all those mm-hmm. things. Because if you feel right with you, it's like Dion has that uh, clip that went viral. Dude, yeah. And he talks about, you know, like, I'm cool with me. Yeah. Like, you know, you didn't make yeah, me yeah. so you can't break me. Yeah, you didn't yeah. build me so you can't kill me. And it's yeah. like, if you feel good with you, then it doesn't matter. Yeah. So to go be right with you and then set your goals and yeah, be pushed by those around you and like Dude, push true. yourself. But at the same time, like if you're starting to feel shame or embarrassment, let's work on you. Yeah. And then if you're starting and, to feel like you just And be open fine, about it. Like 100%. it's okay to be honest and it's, you don't have to hide under a rock. No. If you're feeling it, like you're allowed to experience that and you have leaders and mentors that have felt that, you felt that. 100%. I've felt that. Like it's okay to be open about it. Just take ownership of it. Yep. Don't, don't hide under a rock and let it now consume you. Because you, we do see that too of like the shame starts to creep in. They don't say anything. They don't do anything. And then here, two weeks later, results have tanked. They're now spiraling a little bit more. I'm like, bro, 
<laughs> two weeks ago was your opportunity for change. Now you're just like, yep. you're hurting yourself a little bit, dude. Now you're creating yep. bad habits. Yep. You know, but yeah, I totally agree. Which actually leads into my other question, which I think is super tailored, not only to what you're, what you're doing and with, with your reps and all that stuff, but just in general, in terms of mental health and sales. But what do you feel like the value of community and culture play in this commitment realm right? yeah. and, and really helping reps see their potential, but also just being able to commit and stay committed, right? This is a, this is a big industry where you can just, justifications can creep in very fast, Yeah, right? And so commitment matters, but I've found it's like 10 times easier to do with people when they're driven with you. So what have you seen when that value point of like culture and community and being able to have that? I mean, I think it's everything, um, but it has to be authentic. And so I'll use like an example. You can't put, you know, squares and circle holes, right? Yeah. And you can't put, you know, vice versa. So it requires first off, like really deciding, like, what do I value? What do I care about? So, you know, one thing like for us at our company, we value results. Like yeah. we value being elite. That's yeah. something we value. So generally guys that don't value those same things don't they fit don't in stick. with us. Yeah. They just don't. Yeah. And so if you say, let's say you work for another company and you're like, well, I want to hit a golden door, but you don't really value being elite. You don't really value hard work. You yeah. don't really value accountability. You don't really value ownership. You don't really value being authentic. Like if you yeah. don't really value all those things, then when you get put in our culture, yeah. you're going to feel really singled out yeah, really quickly yeah, because that's what our guys value. Yeah. Now, vice versa, if you do value those things and you plug in with that culture, you crash. And that's where you see like guys have massive summers. Yeah. And so I think that that's something that I've seen also in the industry is guys bounce to companies based off of deals or based off of yeah. uh, maybe like these expectations mm -hmm. that it's going to change their situation versus really find a, a group that you yeah. relate to. Find yeah. a group that values the same things as you. Because if, if you're in a group of winners that yeah. all value the same things, that's where you can really go up. So I'll, I'll give an example of that. So um, – this is like a low key thing that I'm doing for me. And it goes back to like the self-confidence, mm -hmm. you know, self-esteem working on yourself. Yeah. So over the last, you know, three years, I've really dove into, you know, working in the recruiting game and, and on my career. And that has led to a ton of neglect on my like personal health, Yeah, which, you know, happens and is really normal. Yep, and so is. at the start of this year, you know, I went back to kind of the drawing board and was like, what do I value? You know, like, what do I actually value? And one thing that I've thought about a lot is if I'm my best me, mm -hmm. right? Like, what does my best me look like? Well, my best me, you know, he's in great shape. He's a great husband. You know, yep. actually he'll be a great father. He crushes it in his career. Like, he does all these amazing things. And if I really want to have the impact that I want to, not in the industry, but like on my family and, you yeah. know, on the world, then like, I got to be my best me. And one of the things that goes back to that is like, I really do value health. And like, I value being an athlete. I value yeah. like being a competitor. Like those are things that are in my DNA totally. since I was a kid. Yeah. So me having a dad bod and like, you know, it, not being it drives shape, you nuts. It's directly opposite yeah. of what I value. Right. And it, and it creates shame. And it inhibits me having that yeah. self-confidence of like, no, I am a winner. Right. Yeah. Like totally. it inhibits me feeling like, yeah, I'm self-disciplined. Like, yeah, I can do hard things. Like yeah. as much as I want to tell myself that it's if not, I can't pull not, my shirt and six pack, it's, it's totally incongruent. So, uh, congruence is a massive, just a plug. Congruence is a massive aspect of mental health. hundred percent. You, if you're living incongruently, you will suffer with some sort of anxiety or self limiting belief. Totally. You, we got to live congruent. So which is I, not always easy, but important. Keep going. Yeah. So I, uh, I had tried to get in shape. I hired like a trainer, right? Yeah. Hire this trainer. I start working out with a month. I'm all motivated, but I didn't have this support because everybody around me in my yeah. you know community was just work, work, work. So when I had to decide between gym and work, what did I decide? Yeah. Work. Because yeah. that's the culture and community I'm in. Yeah. So then I I feel like shamed again. And I'm like, oh, I'm, I, it almost hurts self-esteem worse because I'm breaking promises myself. Yeah. Then I hire a different trainer thinking maybe it was the trainer. Maybe I didn't like the program. Yeah, and, he, yeah. and then so the justification kicks in, right? Mm -hmm. So I hire this different trainer. Guess what? I make it a month. Same thing. Yeah. So then finally, I have a conversation with some of my really good friends that were in the same spot mm -hmm. that like I love, trust, and we were vulnerable the with them. Totally honest, totally authentic. Uh, at that point, we all kind of had this conversation that was very organic of like we wanted to get in shape. 
a couple months later, I decided to join a mastermind group. And, and at that point, not just like, hey, let's get in shape. You were vulnerable about, I'm tired of being out of shape. I'm tired of this. Dude, I this feel is like, my dilemma. Yep. You were self-aware as you were having that conversation. I, I, you I, I need to it. prove to myself I have discipline. I need to figure out how. And that right there, just a plug, that, that needs to happen more. Rather than just be like, oh, dude, yeah, I need to get in shape, dude. Yeah, let's go to the gym. No, it's like yep. be self-aware and understand what the frick is actually going on and then communicate that to your support systems and your buddies 100%. and your homies, right? Because then it creates real conversation, which creates real meaning and real change, Yep. right? It matters because now we're talking about the real ish, Yep. right? And, and, and it's just a little bit more vulnerable, but it was safe enough to be like, yeah, dude, this is the real dilemma. Totally. But it just matters now because you got – and they probably like, dude, that's me too. huh? So fast forward, I go to uh, the MW3 conference by yep. Sandlot Partners. Yeah. And I listen to Jesse Itzer speak. Okay. And Jesse's talking about, you know, all these things he's done in his life and, you know, these massive runs he's gone on and how, it, you know, he transformed his life yeah. of health. And and I, you know, I'm just the whole time just thinking I need to do something. I need to do something. A couple weeks later, I connect uh, with a guy named Devin Levesque. Okay. He's become one of my life coaches mm-hmm. and I, I've noticed and, that, yeah. uh, I've worked with Devin now for going on two and a half months, totally changed my life. But I work with Devin and one of the biggest things Devin values mm-hmm. is health. Yeah, he does. Like he's ripped and he's, 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 yeah, he's about it. Yeah. He bear crawled, you know, New York marathon. He's climbing Everest in May. The guy's just a beast. Yeah. And he's an athlete. He's a competitor. He's yeah. a business So just valued a lot with all you. the things that yeah. I'm in line with. So I, I start to align myself with Devin and start to realize, Oh yeah, like this is like what I want. This is yeah. like this is me. Like this, we we value the same things. Yeah, we're on different journeys, but we value the same, same things. things. Yep. So through the community of guys that I'm working with as being mentored, yeah, I start to get in this community in this culture of health matters. Mm-hmm. Being great at your job also matters, but one is not more important than the other because ultimately, the holistic approach is way better than just sprinting and then at the end being miserable which is something I haven't had a community around me mm-hmm. that has valued. So I go back to this conversation with my friends and say like, Hey, I'm really taking this seriously. Yeah. I want to go all in for the next three months on getting in shape and taking diet seriously, having an accountability group and we even make it competitive because we're all competitors. Yep. Yep. Obviously at that point, because I'm so all in yeah, on it yeah, and yeah. they've noticed like mentally I've made a shift. They're all in on it as well. So we're about three weeks in. And in the last three weeks, I've lost 14 pounds. That's crazy, bro. And then so, competition's probably helping that with Pushing that. it at a time, yeah. right? Which has been fun. Which and is, so, that is fun. Uh, and the cool thing is like all of us doing it, like That's this dope. is the first time it will probably be made public, but we're not posting it on social media. Mm-hmm. We're not talking about it to anyone. Yeah. We're not sending photos of like internal, our gym. Baby, the day. Just internal. It's fully internal because the point of it was for me. It yeah. was for my self-esteem, for my self-discipline, for my self-awareness, yeah. for, for me being my best. Because if I'm my best, hopefully I'll inspire a lot more that will want to follow that journey yeah. and it will push them. And my goal, you know, over the next couple months is to get in a place where I feel like I'm my best so that I can inspire others to do the same. Yeah. And especially high performers, you know, I've noticed there's a lot of guys in the recruiting game yeah. and just in the sales game that let themselves go along with the process. And hopefully I can then, you know, make a shift in the industry of you can still be amazing at your job and be an amazing husband and, and be. being in amazing shape. Yep. You can do all of those things and be really healthy. And ultimately, if you do that, yep. you'll make more money. You'll have a bigger impact. You you'll have better relationships. Like everything in your life will yeah. work out way better. Dude, I first of all, thank you for sharing that story yeah. Yeah. and being vulnerable too. And and to everybody that's listening to, like finding people that are above you, not hmm, – that are man- that are finding managers that will be real with you yeah. and vulnerable with you and allow themselves to be seen are people to really consider working with. I think it's just finding people that, like we said, that are authentic and authentic, aligned with yeah. you. Like right. if they're not aligned with what you want, which has been, you're good. You're yeah. not going to do, you know, uh, totally. I love the, yeah, the alignment and then authentic. Totally. It, 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 that matters when, when you're considering who do I work with and who do I work for? hundred percent. Um, and so, yeah, thanks for, thanks for being vulnerable yeah. like that and sharing yeah. that. I think what comes to my mind too on that is that's, you know, when you listen to someone else's story, you think about your life too. And, and part of me, 
that is why I joined, which at first I was skeptical too. Cause I was like, I, I like Jimmy Rex. I like followed him. I'm like, yeah, he's a homie. He's a cool dude. You know, he'll be, probably be on this podcast, uh, podcast at some point, but I haven't invited him. So if he's not, that's yeah. If he says no now, it'll be embarrassing, but he'll probably say yes. I'm sure he will. Um, but, uh, I followed him, yada, yada. And he, he aligns a lot with what I do. Yeah. I'm already working with so many reps on helping men be vulnerable and real. Yeah. Take ownership of their crap. And I'm like, dude, he's doing this in a different light. Yeah. But the people he's attracting are people like me, entrepreneurs that, and, and just people in general also have job like nine to five, but a lot of entrepreneurs join the group. Um, and for me, I was just like, man, I'm doing this all alone. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm by, like entrepreneurship's a little lonely. Right. And I, I need like something has to change. Like I got to do something else different that align myself with what I want. Yeah. And what I want is I wanted a community. Yeah. I wanted something to be a part of. And so, yeah, I paid eight, you know, it's 18 grand for the year. Yeah. So 1500 bucks a month, which is like pretty good chunk of change. Yeah. You know, it's a little investment in yourself, but it would, it would honestly was easy. Dividends. It was easy because I was like, this, this is what I need. And I'm going to execute rather than just stay stuck in my same crap. And, and if I were to ask you, if you had, if you could take an $18,000 paycheck to be happier. Oh dude, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And so, yeah, that power of community. Yeah. And, and that's what I've noticed is like, man, my reps need, when they're in really hard cultures and hard, they don't have that sense of community within that culture. It, it does make the job harder. Yeah. It typically creates a little bit more challenges. Um, and so wanting, wanting reps, I, and that's why I started this podcast too. So people can, you know, there'll be other leaders from other companies on this, on this podcast too, yeah. but I know people are going to listen to you right now and be like, dude, Jackson, I align with that guy. Right. Yeah. And they'll probably hit you up. Right. And, and, and some people won't, which is okay. Totally. And they'll go with, they'll go with somebody else that they align more with. And, and I'm like, that's, that's the point, right? The shift in the industry needs to be less of like, quit chasing the deals. Yeah. Quit chasing the, uh, that I agree with too. Quit chasing what they, what, what they can <clears throat> offer you in a program and start chasing who you want to do life with. Dude. hundred percent. And I look at it as like the guys I work with are the guys I want to do life with. I want to invest with. I want to have relationships with, I want to go on vacations with, I want to raise our kids with, I want to eventually, I'm sure we'll shift in a lot of different ways Mm -hmm. in our careers with like those are the guys I want to do life with other companies. Those are the guys I want to do life with. And so that's why I'm totally aligned with where I'm at. And I think it's the same thing. And if you weren't, you'd shift. Exactly. And I think it's the same thing with, you know, reps looking at other companies is look at who you want to do life with, look at who's doing what you want to do. And then go go chase the trail that they've already yeah. blazed because a, yeah. a lot of guys in the industry that have been doing it for a long time have had to learn through experience, but now they've gotten to a place where they can lead uh, yeah. and, and help you, you know, get to where you want to be from a place that's authentic, not from a place of just floundering and figuring it out. hundred percent, man. I, I am seeing, I think in five years that I, I do this a lot, but I think I, I envision where I think the industry is going. Yeah. And I think, I think a shift that's happening is and this has been happening but this isn't as much and we're talking door-to-door sales specifically yeah um for all my tech sales listeners and all those other yeah. people yeah so this is door-to-door sales and, and specifically but um i think it's 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 not a it can be pitched as hey come make some money for the summer right yeah which is great if that is where you align and that's how you're viewing this opportunity then run for it make some money for the summer yeah. for school, whatever. That's how I did it. Yeah. Right? That's how, that's probably how 70% of reps do it. Yeah. And that's totally appropriate. Yep. Right. And if that is you like know that that's you and like be okay with that. Right. For this, I think companies will start pushing more this idea of like, Hey, this is big picture vision. What this can actually create yeah. for you, what this, what this job can, can push you into and who you want to live life with. And, you know, surround yourself with and really expand with outside of this vehicle that we call door to door sales. Right. Yeah. And what you guys are, are doing and other companies are doing, and you're starting to see it. And I think people are starting to preach it a little bit more, but what have you seen in, in, and I'm so pro that like as an entrepreneur, I'm like, I love that crap. Right. Like, yeah, I love I love it when a rep sees this as a vehicle for like, and their mind expands like, wow, look at what's available and possible. Yeah. And, and look at my potential now. Right. Yeah. Which, which, you know, and I'm, I'm talking just like, but other companies are doing the same, but 
but you guys are also doing something unique in the sense of like you guys are partnering with and holding events and and throwing events and I'm yeah. like it's because your mind expands right yeah. it's like why would why would I have these skills and just think of myself as I'll just go knock doors right 100% your mind expands let it continue to expand right and to where like you really being self-aware taking ownership of your crap hey I need to get my health in order doing this balance, what happened? Now that you have seen results and you're seeing it work, your mind expand yep. to, hey, maybe, maybe I can actually help influence and be a pillar as well to the people around me to know that this is possible. Totally. Which that thought didn't even come before. Yeah. It came when you leaned into the growth and you expand and then it expanded, right? Yeah. And so like, I think that that mental expansion, it happens in our brain. It's totally a thing. And I'm so, I love it when it, when reps finally like, it just unlocks and I'm like, dude, welcome to the club. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like you can now see, you believe in yourself a little bit more. You see yeah. your potential. You see what I've seen. There's a lot that's possible to achieve. What do you feel like has helped? What, what, what do you think you see as like maybe ingredients or things that really help reps just like what does it require for a rep to open their mind, open their mind and see that expansion? Because you have it. Yeah. Like, and we're talking door to door sales right now, but you're a serial entrepreneur. Like we didn't even talk about that. You're, you got your hands in other businesses. You're doing other things. And I'm like, it's beautiful. Right. Yeah. I have the sales service, but I'm like starting other things and it's fun and yeah. I love it. And I don't actually tell people that a lot, but here you go. And I love that. I love the entrepreneur hat. Right. And it's not for yeah. everybody, but, and whether you're an entrepreneur or not, the mind can expand. Yeah. And so what, what, are, what does it require for somebody to like kind of unlock that. I mean, it's a huge thing. You know what unfold. I'm talking about. Yeah. No, I totally get what you're saying. Um, I think it's a huge thing to unfold. You know, the first thing I think it goes back to, you have to build uh, things to fall back on, mm. which is that self-confidence, self-esteem. So I yeah. think that Alex Hormozzi talks about it, that you outwork your self-doubt. Yeah. You know, so you, whether it's, uh, you know, going in the gym and, and that's a win for you. Yeah. Whether it's having self-discipline with the morning routine, whether it's uh, having a past track record in being a leader or being an athlete or being something, right? Like yeah. the more wins that you can stack up and kind of build up over time, think of almost like a ladder. Like that's that ladder of self-belief that allows you to slowly expand your mind because when you start to look at your track record or you look like your life resume, mm -hmm. the more wins you've stacked, the more you can believe in bigger things. Where if if your life has been consistent losses or consistent defeats yeah. or consistent giving up or, you know, consistent shame or whatever, yeah, or totally. embarrassment or whatever, yeah, yeah, it's really hard to believe that you can go out and just be it is. this big, amazing. Does that make sense? Yeah. And you get people that that's where they're at when they start the industry. So I would say yeah. no matter where you're at in the path, because I don't think that it's like a one moment. Yeah, it's not. I yeah. think it's consistent. It is. It gets bigger and bigger. Yeah. Like Jimmy Rex actually talks about this in networking. You don't network from where you are now to like with Ed Milet. Like that's not what yeah. happens. Yeah, 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 You yeah. network one stair step at a time. So you start out with who are some guys that I look up to that are similar to me, but a little bit ahead of where I want to be. I'm going to network with them. Mm -hmm. When I start to hang out with them and they are part of my circle, well, now I have the confidence. Well, I can network above. I can mm -hmm. network above. And then little by little, you work yourself into those yeah, circles so where like you can actually add value and authentically connect with those people because yeah. you're on the same wavelength. So I think it's the same thing that goes for entrepreneurship or sales or anything that way. The sooner that you can build, you know, confidence in yourself and your abilities and uh, your knowledge or all, or all those things, the sooner you can put yourself in rooms mm -hmm. where then people believe in you and pour into you and push you to new heights. Yeah, and I think that's how it relates to that. sales. Is like guys that want to go do a golden door. If you sold a hundred k and you want to go do a golden door, mm -hmm. well, you got to do some serious self improvement, some serious self work to put yourself in a position where you have enough wins that when the going gets tough, you can believe I can still climb that totally, mountain. Totally, dude. Otherwise, it's just, you know, it's yeah. not going to happen. Um, so that's one thing. I think another thing is like Ed Milet said it at our Limitless Conference. Can I comment on that first Yeah, thing go quick? for it. I love that because it falls just in line with just how the brain works too. Yeah. But, and actually I just made a post on it today, but just the value of self-awareness and being aware of what limiting belief is trying to creep in. Like, oh man, I don't know if that's a good idea. I don't know if you can do that, right? Challenging it, executing yep. and having the courage to try and then having experiences that create new data. Perfect. That that now my brain goes, oh, look what happened, dude. 
Yeah. Right. And then stacking those. That's essentially the process, right? The self-awareness. What is the limiting belief? Let me challenge it. Let me have the courage to try. Yep. And let me execute and create experience. Like that experience that, now becomes. In, in my new role right now, I'm doing a lot of lead generation. Yeah. I have a decent amount of experience in lead generation, but, but it's, I, I didn't. It's a new world. I didn't graduate with a marketing degree. Yeah. Like I don't understand all those things. And this is something I've I've talked to my partners about. As as much as I, the reason I'm so confident that I'll figure it out, yeah, is because everything I've done up to this point, I figured out. Dude, this is why we're such good friends. And, and so I have the confidence in myself because I've stacked enough wins in you know new ventures, yeah. new things. I've been able to figure it out. Yeah, that, yeah, it's a new thing, but I know I can learn. Yeah, I know I can work hard. I know I can ask questions. I know I can collaborate. I know I can network. I know I can do those things. Mm-hmm. So maybe I don't know everything about SEO and lead generation totally. and click funnels and all those things, but I do know all these other things that I can do really well. Yeah. And so if I can just apply those things and lean back on those things, I'll figure this out. Yeah. And so I, I think that's an indirect, you know, example of, or, or sorry, a direct example yeah. of like how you can, you know, stack wins to it. open yeah. your mind. Um, yeah. Because there's things. the new thing is that it creates a little insecurity. Yeah. But because you're securing yourself, yep. you embrace it and you have things to fall back on and be like, I don't know, but I'm going to figure it out. 100%. Rather than I don't know and I'm scared and what if I look like an idiot? I'm like, dude, that's not even. So yeah, you apply to Golden that Door. Up. It's like, okay, you're two months in the summer. Yeah. You're at 250K. 650K seems like a really long way away. Yeah. You can start to feel insecure. So what do you do? You go back to the, to the drawing mm-hmm. board. You go back to, well, in the offseason, I trained all the time. I have this community of golden doors around me. They're pushing me. Yeah. I did a lot of really hard things. I am a hard worker. Yeah. I cannot work anyone on my team. I'm not nervous to knock a late. Like you have all these things that are wins. Well, now you can lean into those and you can and just it trust. Out. Yeah. And that's where, and, that, and that's part of it too, is like, it's, there is a trust level to that courage to try hundred percent. It's like, you, you don't know the outcome, but you trust in that these things will get me farther than I would have ever thought anyways. Totally. Yeah. So yeah, second thing I would say, uh, Ed Milet said it in the Linux conference, but you know, you're you're one decision away, you're yeah. one you're one day away, you're one you know x away from like totally changing your life. Yeah, I think the same thing goes with you know just self belief. Like, you should dream as big as you can. Yeah. Like you just totally should. You should you should think way bigger than uh, you do now, and constantly challenge yourself of like why do I think small? Yeah, and a good example of that is. You know, so when I, uh, when I got home from my mission, uh, LDS mission, I had this goal that I wanted to make a hundred thousand dollars. That was like this, mm-hmm. wow, big feat. Right. Mm-hmm. And that was, that was as big as my mind could expand. Totally. But then when I did that, it was like, okay, well now I want to make two fifty, mm-hmm. And that was as big as I could think because yeah. it was just like, that's a crazy number. Yeah. Right. And then over time, right. That number has just continued to expand and yeah. expand, expand because I was one decision or, you know, one thought away yeah, from that. as big as I could think. And I think the more that that people challenge themselves of what is that you know next big goal, mm-hmm. Ryan Bacher is a, he he helped throw the Limitless, Limitless Conference and he's been a huge mentor to a lot of the guys at the Grit yeah. you know, here recently, and he talked about you know in his career that was the thing that always got him you know to where he wanted to be is he just he challenged himself to think as big as he possibly yeah. could and he continues to do so. Yeah, uh, he told us stories of you know how he learned to fly a helicopter and how him and Keaton came up with the idea of throwing the Limitless Conference Crazy. And, and how they pulled that off. And everything in his career is about challenging himself to yeah. think as big as he can. And then again, go back to the confidence of he's going to figure yeah. it out. Um, so I, I think that my advice to answer your question directly, the ingredients are work on yourself, build the self-confidence, mm-hmm. stack up the wins, and then go back to that as you challenge yourself. As to, you think bigger, yeah. Think bigger and so thinking bigger thinking goals. bigger is an intentional exercise too. Yeah. And and in part of it, it's really easy to think bigger when you're surrounded by people that are already thinking big. Yeah. Um, but it is funny when you make your first hundred grand, how you're like your mind just like very rarely will someone make a hundred K and not make it again. Yeah, I, I, your, I think in today's day and age, I have a belief and it's a little bit aggressive, but I'm gonna mm-hmm. say it. I believe that if in twenty twenty three you're not making over a hundred thousand dollars a year, you're irresponsible. Yeah, that's there that's are awesome. so many ways to make money nowadays. There's mm-hmm. so many courses, there's so many opportunities, yep. there's so much knowledge out there. All you have to do is just commit. And maybe that means maybe it's not necessarily that you uh maybe it's necessarily you just don't have like the resources or or, or, or mentors yeah, or maybe, maybe it's not the timing, timing or whatever. Or whatever but like yeah. but you could. 
Anyone can. Anyone can. That's the concept. Anybody can. Anyone and can. And if you feel like and if you, you have, have the resources the yes. and you have the time and you're not doing it's it, it's irresponsible. It's totally irresponsible. Yeah, I agree. 100%. And so I think that's where uh, people should totally expand the way they think because yeah. we live in the most amazing country in the world and we have all the opportunity and resources available to yeah. us if we just go seek them out. Yeah. It's funny. When I, when I started my business, it was in California mm-hmm. and we, the, the, the community we, we were living close by and it was our, it was our church ward and stuff. And we got really close. It was like South Orange County. So it's like, I don't know if you've ever been down there, but super like in terms of the, the vibe of the people. Super yeah. Cool. Yeah. Super cool pocket of people. And I had somehow lucked out with some amazing mentors at that time that were just like multi, multi-millionaires. And here I am starting my business, right? Yeah. Grinding and first eight months, I didn't make a dime. Right. So here I am just like figuring it out. Yeah. And I remember sitting down with a dude who's like his buyout at the end of everything probably will be like a billion. Like the dude's crazy. Got his hands in lots of pots. Anyways, he, he sits me down and we're talking about my business. He goes, dude, this is amazing. He said, this is so cool. Which that alone was super validating, right? Yeah. For a dude that's like, yeah. Trusting the process, right? And the trench is like hard. Yeah. And here I am talking ideas and you know, I'm like, like, dude, I think it could make, you know, multiple six figures maybe like a half million and he goes dude honestly a half million is not that much <laughs> he goes honestly dude a half million is not that much money you need to think bigger that's the exact words yeah and at the time like now i'm like i get what he's saying right yeah. at the time i'm like you're nuts dude yeah what do you mean yeah i'm like i'd be chilling bro right but but that concept of think bigger has allowed me to, I would have never actually probably got to the half, like, I don't think my business could get to the half million mark if I didn't think bigger than the half million, right? Just to some extent, right? Yeah, totally. But it's it's thinking about what really is the potential, you know? And, And I don't, my business is less like about, like, I have this weird tie of sometimes I don't want to talk too much like about, I have this, this is probably an insecurity too on me talking about my business because I don't want ever anybody ever to feel like I'm pulling away from what I really care about. And that's just like, let's help people level up their life. Yeah. You know, it just happens to make money. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, you're, that you're paid for the value you provide. Yes. There's nothing wrong with that. No, there's not. Um, but the concept though, that think bigger was a game changer for me. Yeah. And it's crazy how much that can expand. That alone can help you just think differently. Yeah. Having someone pop in and say that, but, um, and I think that's something that you guys, that's something you guys practice and that you're doing with your rep is like, Hey, if they're committed and they're there, let's help these guys think bigger. Yeah. You know, let's totally. give them that roadmap to do it. And in my mind, from an outside perspective, like the reason that you guys have 30 plus golden doors, I'm like, that's it, dude. In my mind, I'm like, yeah. that's a big part of it. I'm like, there is a roadmap to think bigger and achieve that. Yeah. I think it, just, and the, it comes the back culture to culture and community with it just what you value and what you value. And, yeah. and if you, if you value being elite and, yeah. and you value chasing big audacious dreams, yeah. then like, yeah, we're, we're a group that dreams big. Um, I think one plug too, I, you guys I should have mentioned is, is just like vision boards, like yeah, visualizing things, affirming things. Man, like I, yeah. I'm a huge believer of, you can't just think, you know, it's easy to say like, think big. It's another thing to like actually plan meticulously. Like yeah. my screensaver on my phone is my dream board. Yeah. I look at it every single day. I have all my values written down on it. It's yeah. crystal clear. And year by year, it's like a checklist. That's how it serves for me. Because yeah. I'm checking things off that list as I'm going. Because I'm crystal clear on what do I need to do today, this yeah. week, this month, this year to achieve these things. Yeah. And I'm pushing myself to think bigger. Because if I you know, if, if I do the right things each day and each week and mm-hmm. each month and each day, well, then two years down the road, I'm going to be able to think way bigger. Totally. Because I, because again, I'm stacking wins as I go. Yeah. And so, you know, I, I think about when I'm in my forties, what that mm-hmm. five year vision board will look like. It'd be way bigger than what I think now. Yeah. You know? It should be. And and if I told people what it was, they'd be like, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. But hopefully I'm in a place where it doesn't seem crazy Yeah, because I've grown and I've progressed and I've gotten to a place where I'm allowed to think that big yeah. because I have walked up those stairs like I talked about. Ah, I love it, dude. I love it. And I think, I think all this also comes down to like, if you're listening to this and this feels overwhelming, then I'm like, then, then again, build self-awareness of what's overwhelming about it, right? If this feels like too much, like that's too big thinking, like you're allowed to be where you are. Totally. 
You're allowed to be where you are. Start with just, what just, can you do right now? Just be self-aware and be honest with yourself. Yeah. And and grace is in, is totally needed, but then also the the hard honesty too of where am I at and where do I want to be, right? And maybe it just starts with, you know, like for example, with our rookies, the idea of going out and doing this big audacious goal sounds scary. Yeah. So don't have that as your goal. Yeah. Let's just focus on building fundamentals yep. and solid foundation and training yeah. and work ethic and confidence and self-esteem. Yeah. Like if you can just work on those small things, you'll probably sell decently. Yeah. And then once you've sold decently, now you can be like, okay, well, I'm going to raise the bar a little bit. Yeah. And you can focus. And that's where that's that entire point of the staircase. Don't compare yourself to me. If I'm 10 stairs up, yeah. don't compare that you got to jump up 10 stairs to get where I'm at. Totally. Just take the next step. Yep. Get one stair up and then little by little you'll get there. And that's where time is the equalizer of all things. Dude, it is. The more that you put time into something, and that's where it goes back to like planting your feet and just working versus looking where the grass is greener. Mm -hmm. The more time you put into anything, the more success you'll have. Yep. And if you look at the most successful athletes, you look at the most successful entrepreneurs, the most successful CEOs, most of them have been in the same sport or the same career for a substantial amount of time. You don't see people shifting, jumping careers, shifting industries that have like these amazing careers. Usually it's the guys that stuck with the company for 15, 20 years. Mm -hmm. And then maybe, yeah, eventually they went to another company that they're there for five, 10 years, right? Mm -hmm. Like most people aren't working for a new company every 18 months. It's actually yeah. a red flag for yeah, yeah, employers a, yeah. if you can't hold a job for longer. Yeah. Yeah. I love it, dude. I love it. I think my, my last little question for you before we wrap up is and may, and you know honestly we probably already talked about it, um, but if there was one mindset message that you could share with the world from personal experience, yeah, what would it be? I would sit down, and I would get crystal crystal clear on what you value, mm. crystal clear on what you value. So th these are things I value. I value authenticity. Yeah, me too. I value freedom. I value connection. I value growth, and I value fun. Those are the five things I value. And I'm crystal clear on those five things. They're on my yep. vision board. I see them every single day. Every decision that I make needs the line. And everything that I do aligns those things. If relationships aren't authentic, I don't spend time with them. Yep. If I don't feel like what I'm doing will create That's freedom, nice. I won't be involved in it. If I don't have fun, I don't want to do it. Mm -hmm. If I don't feel like there's growth opportunities or connection that can come from things, I won't be involved. So my entire life is designed around what I value. And that allows me to show up not from a place of obligation, totally, but dude. from a place of choice. And I think that when you mentally can make that shift and start to live your life totally aligned with what you value, the way you show up and the, the energy and the, the effort you can put into it mm -hmm. totally shifts. And then the results totally shift. And, and I think that's where you can not feel like guilt or shame or mm -hmm. anything based on your choices or saying no because... I'm happy to say no to things if yeah. they don't align and I yeah. never feel bad about it because it's not what I want. So I think the biggest then, mindset shift for everyone yeah. is figure out what you actually care about and what yeah. you value. And then from there, design your life around it. Yeah. And in that process, there will be moments where it's hard as crap, Yeah, but it aligns with totally. your values. Therefore, the ability to persevere is higher. I value growth. Part yeah. of growth is going through some hard things. Yep. And so you know that, that, which is cool, right? And that's why I like values-based living is a total mental approach that should, everybody should take seriously. No, not so. Yeah. That's a, you know, huge shout out Devin Levesque. That's been his, his approach. The biggest yeah. thing that has shifted in my life is, is getting more focused on, on, a, what I value. And he's been a huge part of that. Cool. Well, Jackson, thanks dude for coming on. Yeah. I appreciate and, uh, it. Thanks for having me. Yep. We'll keep chatting. Okay.